Hello and welcome to the third Sunday of Lent, Year B. The first reading we have the Ten Commandments given through Moses. And the second reading we have Paul preaching a crucified Christ, an obstacle to those who are listening, but for those who are called, the wisdom of God. And our Gospel has Jesus in the temple saying those words, destroy this sanctuary and in three days I will raise it up. But let's begin with Psalm 18, you Lord have the message of eternal life. You Lord have the message of eternal life. You Lord have the message of eternal of eternal life you Lord have the message of eternal life in judgment the Lord gives justice he is always fair his judgments are more valuable of eternal life you Lord have the message of eternal Just before the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem and in the temple he found people selling cattle and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting at their counters there. Making a whip out of some cord, he drove them all out of the temple, cattle and sheep as well, scattered the money changers' coins, knocked their tables over and said to the pigeon sellers, Take all this out of here and stop turning my father's house into a market. Then his disciples remembered the words of scripture, Zeal for your house will devour me. The Jews intervened and said, What sign can you show us to justify what you have done? Jesus answered, Destroy this sanctuary and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews replied, 
It has taken 46 years to build this sanctuary. Are you going to raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the sanctuary that was his body. And when Jesus rose from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this and they believed the scripture and the words he had said. During his stay in Jerusalem for the Passover, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he gave. But Jesus knew them all and did not trust himself to them. He never needed evidence about any man. He could tell what a man had in him. Someone was talking to me the other day and said I should watch this great DVD called Joshua. It's set in modern day America and is very uplifting because the tramp turns out to be... Oops. But she then went on to tell me the whole plot and the ending before saying Sorry, I think I've spoiled it for you now. Destroy the temple, and in three days I will raise it up again, says the Lord. But the temple he was speaking of was his own body. Spoiler alert. This morning prayer from Sunday, Lent week three, tends to tell us the ending as well. In any case, how many times have we heard this? Too many? Do we just take it all for granted? We've heard it all before in past Lenten talks. We know how this gospel story ends. We don't even bat an eyelid. Yet the people in the temple who heard it the first time after Jesus had driven out the sheep, cattle and pigeons, knocked over the tables and scattered the money changers' coins, were shocked. They'd never heard anything like it. They didn't know the story of Easter and so misunderstood what Jesus meant and even the disciples didn't really get it until much later. By the time John wrote his Gospel, everyone knew how the story of the passion and death of Jesus had ended. They knew that a small group of Christians had gathered around the Apostles and elsewhere through Paul, and they were growing in numbers. These new followers of Christ believed the eyewitness accounts of the apostles and disciples who claimed that they had all at one time or another met Jesus during the six or seven weeks that followed his death. The event which created such strong belief in Jesus was not the actual rising from the dead but the eternal state of being risen. Pope Benedict wrote that the Christian faith stands or falls within the truth of the testimony that Christ is risen from the dead. But at the time of the temple clear-out, no one had any idea that this is what Jesus was referring to. St Paul to the Corinthians in the second reading today is explaining the great obstacles he was meeting from the Jews, the Greeks and the pagans when he tried to explain the power of the cross. 
they still wanted signs, or at least a story that didn't sound mad or too foolish to believe. Over the next few weeks, we will be reading about how Jesus lost his freedom, was made to look weak through cruel violence and unfeeling mockery. The crowds even taunted him with his own words as he hung on the cross. You said you could rebuild a temple. However, St Paul says that to those who trust in Jesus, who have been called to witness, there's a Christ who is the power and wisdom of God. This power and wisdom comes to full fruition in the risen body of Jesus. Jesus said, in three days I will raise it up again. But he didn't say he would be the same. Pope Benedict is one of his Lenten meditations I'm thinking of, encourages our trust by saying that the great facts of faith in the resurrection means that something new can be believed to have occurred that's able to alter humanity and affect the whole world with a new reality. The risen Christ had to be experienced by the apostles so they could see him with his new life, a different life. Something that they could now believe was the most important experience in their lives too. And no matter how many times they tell us the good news of Easter, the ending should still be magnificent to hear. So the next time you do the Stations of the Cross, remember that the story doesn't end at Station 14.
of kindness he lavished on us his blood was the payment his life was the cost he stood 